0: Welcome to WFUV's What's What. It's Tuesday, August 23rd.
1: What's What is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topic issues in the New York tri-state area.
0: And includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV.
1: I'm David Escobar.
0: And I'm Christina
1: Lulich. Here's What's What around the city.
0: Today's the second round of primaries in New York.
1: But this time around, they're going to be a little more complicated because of redistricting.
0: Yeah, David. A bunch of New York's congressional districts are different from the last time around. So this means incumbents who were once in separate districts are now running against each other.
1: I spoke with city and state reporter Rebecca Lewis to learn more about the concerns voters are expressing with their new districts.
2: I mean, I know that you had Upper West Siders and Upper East Siders mad that they were grouped into the same district. But at the same time, you had complaints about Splitting up majority black neighborhoods, you know, especially in the Hudson Valley, there were concerns about pitting uh, Jamal Bowman and Mondaire Jones, both black lawmakers, against
0: each other.
1: There's a good example of incumbents facing off in New York's new 12th district.
0: Longtime Democrat Congress members Jerry Nadler and Carolyn Maloney are now running against each other, meaning one's going to be voted out. This was an outcome many were hoping to avoid.
1: This is happening because Nadler's home base on the west side of Manhattan was actually lumped into Maloney's district on the east side after the state's congressional maps were redrawn this spring.
0: Neither Nadler or Maloney were willing to run in another part of the city. But this is just one example of former allies being pitted against each other as a result of redistricting.
1: Yeah, Christina. And on the flip side, some Democrats switched districts entirely so they could avoid the drama. Mondaire Jones left his Hudson Valley seat to run in another district further south.
0: And Sean Patrick Maloney is running in a new suburban district north of NYC.
1: There's some concerns about low voter turnout for today's primary since New Yorkers already went out earlier this summer for the gubernatorial primary.
0: And David, there's already an indication of that because the early voting turnout this time around was a lot lower than in June's primary election. As of yesterday, only 3.3% of eligible voters cast their ballot, which is significantly less than the previous primary.
1: And that could be attributed to the fact that there were two primary elections, which isn't typical in New York.
0: The polls close today at 9, so make sure you cast your vote at a site near you.
1: There's another unusual thing that could affect voter turnout for today's primary.
0: And it's not something you would expect. The NYC Office of Emergency Management tweeted that there was an explosion in Greenpoint, Brooklyn.
1: But Christina, the explosion wasn't real. It was actually simulated for the HBO show Boardwalk Empire.
0: And some social media users expressed their concern. They're worried that people who don't know the explosion is fake may not come out to vote.
1: And there's some sad news for Buddy Holly and the Crickets fans.
0: Drummer and songwriter Jerry Allison died at 82. He's known for songs like That'll Be The Day.
1: Allison was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2012, and he worked with tons of famous artists like Eric Clapton and Paul McCartney.
0: On Buddy Holly's official Facebook page, a post acknowledging Allison's death said the late artist was ahead of his time.
1: August is Self-Awareness Month. It's a time for people to focus on their mental health. Some people turn to the earth to do so.
0: With their bright colors and spiritual meanings, crystals have surged in popularity to help soothe negative emotions. WFUV's Taylor Massetta has more.
2: Chunks of snow-white quartz, forest green swirls of malachite, and a cluster of sparkling violet amethyst. Just looking at these specimens can bring someone a sense of comfort. These are crystals, which are mineral specimens taken straight from the earth. Some are smooth and polished, allowing their bright colors to shine. While others are left untouched and in their natural, raw state, many people turn towards them to help understand their own minds. Eliana Kane owns The Little Crystal Shop, located inside a tiny white house in Bethel, Connecticut. She's always had a special relationship with crystals, having first started collecting them at 17.
3: I would definitely say that crystals were the beginning of my spiritual journey. Um, It opened up the door for me to explore just more inner, deeper level of like who I am. Crystals are thought to have
2: metaphysical properties. They contain helpful energies to deal with a variety of emotions, such as love, grief, and relaxation. A baby pink rose quartz brings love black tourmaline shields against negativity, and swirling rainbow fluorite increases concentration. Kane tells her customers not to substitute necessary medical care with crystals, but offers them as a gentle source of relaxation. She says that she guides her customers to whichever crystal that they personally resonate with, since everyone
3: responds to crystals differently. It's an intuitive thing, and so sometimes just Holding a crystal that, you know, comes from Earth, just that alone is a soothing experience. It's a beautiful experience to connect, just like going to hug a tree. Kane says that she often gravitates towards one specific
2: combination of crystals.
3: Larimar with moonstone is such a gorgeous, like it's such a beautiful combination, like of energy. I have like a necklace like that. I connect a lot to the ocean. And so like Laramar comes from the ocean, right? And then with the moonstone it just I feel like it amplifies it that's just me but I just I, I feel that I love it.
2: People often use crystals by holding them during meditation, wearing them as jewelry, or placing a large piece in a room to exude its energy. But sometimes just holding and looking at one does the trick.
1: That was WFUV's Taylor Massetta talking about the connection between crystals and mental well-being.
0: Now we've got more from the world of sports with WFUV's Will Grant. So, Will, I heard the Yankees haven't been doing so well lately. How was their game last night?
4: Yeah, Christina. This year's installment of the Subway Series got underway, and the Yankees grabbed the first game of the two-game series. With the help of another Judge Homer, the Yanks came out on top 4-2 against their crosstown rival New York Mets. Game two is set to begin this evening around 7 p.m. with the late substitution of Jacob deGrom on the hill. We'll now see a more even matchup between Taiwan Walker and Frankie Montas.
1: I know the NFL season is right around the corner, and there's been a lot of buzz around the Jets. How are they looking so far?
4: The Jets grabbed a preseason victory over Atlanta last night, but fans are still concerned over the status of starting QB Zach Wilson's return to play. After undergoing a knee surgery last Tuesday, the number 2 overall pick is expected to return in the next month, though no specific date has been revealed.
0: There was also some surprising news out of Brooklyn this morning. What's going on with the Nets?
4: Yeah, so both Kevin Durant and the Brooklyn Nets front office decided earlier this morning to move forward with their partnership. Things obviously became chippy once Durant gave them the decision to choose between him or coach Steve Nash and GM Sean Marks. Obviously, moving forward, things will never really be the same. But for now, they all share a common goal of bringing hardware to Brooklyn.
0: Thanks, Will. And that's our show for today. I'm Christina Lulich.
1: And I'm David Escobar. Check back with us tomorrow at 3 o'clock for more news, music, culture, and sports.
0: And tell your friends so they can find WFUV's What's What at WFUVnews.org and wherever you get your podcasts.